Hey guys, if you have enjoyed this podcast episode or just this podcast in general, it would be so super duper awesome if you would leave a rating and a review and please don't forget to subscribe. I drop quite a few episodes at least once a week. So far, it's three. That's not too shabby. So if you want to be made aware as to when those episodes go down, then don't forget to subscribe. Thanks, guys. I want you to think back, way back, to when you were a kid. I want you to stretch your memory so far back that if your memory was a rubber band, it would just nearly snap. That time in your life that is like fuzzy and blurry, a time before school and rules, a time before your parents held you accountable for your mishaps and your mistakes, but instead they laughed at them and they laughed with you about them. A time when you felt wild and free and completely accepted for being such. Can you remember that time? I know I can't, but I have like a really bad memory and I blame, and I'm serious, you guys, I blame my years of drinking Diet Coke because I firmly believe all that aspartame ate my brain. So if you're like me, I want you to grab a cup of coffee curl up with an old photo album and see if flipping through it doesn't jog your memory a bit. Let's see if you can find what I want you to look for. Your smile. A genuinely happy smile. Your true smile. Not the one that was plastered on your face when some adult said, cheese. Not the one That only shows up like, you know, on your mouth or on your lips, but not in your eyes. You know what I'm talking about. And definitely not the one that when you smile, whoever's taking the picture says, come on, smile like you mean it. And you smile again while muttering, I am smiling, you idiot, through your gritted teeth. Now, that's not the smile I'm talking about. But you're going to know the smile when you see it. So while you're digging And looking for your smiling photo, let me tell you about the ones that I found. The first one was taken when I was probably two. My parents tell me that I didn't grow hair on the top of my head until I was like three or four years old. However, I did manage to grow some fine golden locks on the back of my head and down my back, which meant that I was on the forefront of the 80s mullet trend way back in the late 70s, because I've always been a trendsetter. What can I say? So in this particular photo, the wind is blowing through my golden mullet. I'm wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt. I'm holding a peony, and I'm smiling. A grand old smile with baby teeny tiny teeth of pure joy. And I have no recollection of that time, but it's obvious that I'm happy. The second photo I found that really struck me was when I was probably in kindergarten or first grade. I grew up in Joliet, Illinois, which was easily the best place to grow up, especially in the 80s. 
And there, fall hits pretty early, as opposed to Tennessee, where fall never hits. It just goes from very hot to not quite as hot, but still very hot. But back then, you know, there weren't leaf blowers um, to get all the leaves gathered up. Instead, you had to use these things called rakes, and you got yourself a mad set of abs while you created piles of them to jump into. And that's exactly what I did. And my dad, who's always been like an artist in his own right, he loved snapping photos with this giant, I don't know if it was like a Nikon or a Canon, this massive camera he had. And he managed to capture the pure joy and happiness of me leaping into this pile of leaves and then sitting in that heap. And then the last photo, it was taken on the day that I learned how to ride my bike. I've always been a, a late bloomer. I've still got my training bra under my pillow in anticipation that the blue boob fairy is going to arrive. I have a feeling it's never going to happen, but a girl can dream. By the looks of it, this photo was taken when I was about seven or eight, and the training wheels had finally been removed from my red banana seat bicycle, and I'm gleefully riding down our gravel driveway, and it was a really happy day. So why am I asking you to look for these photos? Why am I asking you to uproot an image of a time of pure joy and happiness? Well, because that was the time before you started burying the treasure. The treasure that is and was, I guess, your true authentic self. It's the time when the treasure that is you was revealed to the world for all to see. A time when you laugh loudly and freely running around under sprinklers in your underwear because you were just too excited to go into the house and change into a bathing suit. A time when everything was a mystery and an adventure like riding your bike down a dirt road and making up stories about the people who lived in the houses there. A time when playing, running, laughing, jumping, hugging, holding hands, and rolling down grassy hills were the only things on your kid-to-do list. A time when you never apologized for who you were, and you were never expected to do so. That time, right before school, peers, society, fear, parents, and now social media told you that you were wrong and you started to believe them. That's the time that you started to bury the treasure, the treasure that is your true self. I can remember those times. I can remember when I learned that I was no good at reading, even though I love to read. Schools were bent on teaching kids phonics back then, and I was a word memorizer. I didn't have no time to, to spend to learn on how to pronunciate certain words. Just tell me the word already, and I'll remember it based on the shape and the look of the letters, because, side note, I'm a visual learner. Hello. But every day after school, I was sent home with these phonics records, and I was sat down in my bedroom with headphones strapped around my head, and 
I would sit there and daydream while the narrator would painfully sound out every letter of every word. I'm no good at reading, even though I can read. I hate reading. That's what I thought. Time to bury the kid who devoured books. I can remember the night before my first day of eighth grade. I was about to be in a brand new school in a brand new state, and I was filled with excitement and anticipation. And I stayed overnight at my cousin's, my cousin Angie's house, and we slept side by side in the top bunk of her bed, talking all night about what school was going to be like now that we were grown up. I learned what it was like real fast. It's going to be about change. It's going to be about trying to fit in. It's going to be about pouring over pages of Seventeen magazine, getting your blue eyeshadow and your frosted pink lipstick just right. It's going to be about getting a perm like all the other girls so you can look just like all the other girls. And it's going to be about burying who you truly are in an effort to look like everyone else, to be like everybody else. The digging of that hole to bury the treasure that I was meant many nights of frustration. And I'm sure you felt it too. Frustration as you start to realize that you are never going to fit in unless you try even harder to be like all the rest. So you just keep digging. And just when you think you've buried the treasure that is yourself in a deep enough hole, packing the dirt down tightly with a couple of whacks with the back of your proverbial shovel, you go to college. And there, if it was like my experience, there you're expected to be an original. But it's been too long. You've worked so hard on burying that treasure that is your true self, like ever since you were a kid. Since your teacher corrected you for being too silly, since your neighbor yelled at you for painting the rocks in her yard, since your cousins made fun of you for acting like a dork, now you're expected to just uproot that treasure? No flipping way. You've worked way too hard to do that. Besides, you've long lost the treasure map, and you've no idea where the X marks the spot. So you change, and you adapt, And you continue to conform to the expectations of society. You get that degree. You maybe even get your master's because that's what's expected. You date someone and you assume marriage is coming because that's what all your friends are doing. And then there's the house that you might be able to afford, the car payments that you definitely can't afford but feel compelled to get because someone convinced you that car payments is just a part of adulting. Side note, it's not. And suddenly... The ball of life is just like rolling and it starts rolling faster and faster. And you've got job, kids, maybe church, going back to school, more kids, more bills, trying to please and appease everyone all the time, even people you don't even know, even people you don't even like. Everyone, that is, except yourself. And it's then that you realize you don't even know yourself. You buried that person a long time ago. I was walking the other morning 
when this notion of ourselves being a, a buried treasure struck me. And when I'm out walking and, and I call it walk jockeying, walk jockeying, walking, jo- I can't even come up with a combination word, walking, we'll call it. Um, I always keep a little folded index card with a pin in my sports bra. Yeah. I'm sure you want to know that. And the reason I do so is because every now and then I'll get a random thought, a weird idea, and I'll pull out that little sweaty piece of paper and pen, and I'll jot it down. And on this particular day, I wrote in all caps at the top of that index card, buried treasure. The concept that I'm yammering on about is this. We spend years burying the treasure that is our true self in an effort to fit in, to please society, to, to conform, then if and when we finally wise up, we then spend the rest of our years trying to dig that treasure up. I felt like I had done everything right. I'd gone to college. I landed a teaching gig. I met the man who became my husband. I had a car. I had a house, we took vacations, we spent time with our family during the holidays, we ate out whenever we felt like it. I didn't want for anything, and yet something didn't feel right. I had no idea who I truly was. Not only, not only that, but I'd long ago lost the treasure map to even begin my search. So what to do? I can only tell you what I did and what I'm still doing to this day because it turns out finding yourself again, rediscovering the golden riches that is your true self, it's a long journey. One that takes just about as long as it did for you to bury it. I've shared this story with you before, but I want to share it with you again from this like buried treasure perspective. When I started teaching, I spent so many years laser focused on just that, on teaching. I buried my creative interests and pursuits. I hid my desire to express myself through like weird clothing and that kind of thing. And I forced myself to become this idea of an art teacher that I'd painted in my mind. And I was miserable because of it. Then I made myself even more miserable because I was mad at myself for being miserable. It was a cycle that ultimately left me angry, and that anger became difficult for me to control. So when I found a therapist and I began working through it, I discovered I was angry because I was not being honest and true to myself. Shoot, I didn't even know who my true self was. It turns out I'm a highly skilled treasure barrier. And I'm even better at hiding that treasure from myself. It was then that my anger turned to like this feeling of of loss. I wanted to find this treasure. I wanted to discover my true self. But I kind of felt like this untethered balloon. I was drifting around, gently bouncing, trying to find myself in what felt like an abyss. It would have been so much easier to just go back to the way I was. 
it would have been so much simpler to stop looking, digging, and trying to uproot some treasure. Life was fine before it was good. But now it was scary because I had admitted that I didn't know who I was and I didn't know what I wanted out of my life. That was my first mistake, right? And now I was trying to find that person. That was my second mistake. This was going to be so much work and I had no idea where to start. And if I was even going to be able to find the treasure, let alone uproot it. But I decided it was worth a try. And now this is where you come in. All of us, every single one, has at some point traded who we truly are for what we perceive to be expected of us. Maybe it was when you pursued your master's because you thought you should. Perhaps it was when you gave up drawing because you thought it was a waste of time. Or maybe it was that time that you let go of your dream to be a children's book author because you thought it was an unattainable goal. Regardless, we've all done it. We've all buried a part of ourselves or even all of ourselves. And only the brave ones are up to the task of digging up that treasure. So are you brave? I'm an optimist. I I think you are. I believe in you. But oh, where to start? For me, I started at the start. I began at the beginning. I looked at those old photos with those genuine smiles, and it triggered memories in me, memories of happiness and joy and truth. It helped me remember what I enjoyed creating being loud and obnoxious, (laughs) I'm very good at that, highly skilled, acting silly, dressing crazy, not giving a second thought about what anybody was thinking. Could I do that now? That's what I wondered. Could I ease into that person that I once was like so many years ago? Could I slowly start to dig up that person in an effort to discover myself? I decided it was worth a shot. What frightened me along the way was a couple of things. Thing number one, what if I uprooted that treasure chest, dusted it off, opened it up, and it was, wait for it, empty? What if all of this work was for nothing and I was still left with this feeling of being lost? Or... What if I decided that what I found was now so far removed from this person that I had become that there was like no going back? What if the mold that I'd forced myself into was too strong to break? I'll give you an example because I'm like, you know, I love me a story and I, I have to give you a visual. When I was a kid, we would take these trips to Chicago where the museums and the zoos the Brookfield Zoo in particular, would have these wax mold machines. I wonder if they still have them. I love them. I can smell them right now. You would drop a quarter in these machines and hot wax would pour into a mold of a hippo or some other creature. And then moments later, this still warm hippo would drop from the machine. And while the wax was still warm, 
you could still gently squeeze it and shape it a tiny little bit. You could leave your fingerprint, but once the wax was cooled, its shape was solidified. And I wondered if my misguided shape had become solidified. I wondered if the wax had already cooled and it was too late. Regardless, I'd spent way too many years wondering and now I was ready to find out. So I took classes. I read books. I did the one thing that I'd love to do the whole the most in the whole wide world. I spent time alone. I am a person who cherishes alone time. I continued with the therapy. I tried new things. I taught myself new things. I discovered that what I liked might have changed. I discovered some new things that I liked instead. And I got to know myself again, my true self, the one who I'd been separated from for so stinking long. And now here I am. I'm 44 years old, nearly half a century young. Thank you very much. Almost five decades in. It pains me to say it, but does it really? It's just a number. I wouldn't say that I've uncovered my treasure yet. After feverishly digging for the last 10 years, maybe a little bit more, one thing that I've learned is that your treasure probably lies at the bottom of a bottomless, I don't want to say pit because that word is just not very nice sounding, but we'll call it a well. And I believe that part of life's journey, it turns out, is working on finding that treasure, digging it up, uprooting it, and discovering the buried treasure that you truly, truly are. Along the way, I've dug up a whole lot of fake treasures. Maybe they were the treasures of other people, or perhaps it was the treasure of what I used to be or used to want to be, but I've grown since then and I've changed a lot and I can't even begin to tell you how frustrated, annoyed, angry, and defeated I have been while searching. The saying goes, nobody said life would be easy. Well, let me tell you, this part is definitely not easy. In fact, it's probably one of the hardest things you'll ever do, but you guys, it's worth it. I would love to give you your treasure map right now to remove some of the work for you, but you know what? That is part of the journey. And I really think it's time for you to get started. Don't you? Thanks guys for letting me share this notion with you. Thank you for letting me share my little sweaty sports brawl moment <laughs> moment with you. But I hope it I hope it speaks to you because it meant a lot for me to share with you today. Thanks guys. <laughs>